Hello there, and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz with Brayden podcast, a show to encourage and empower creative CEOs just like yourself through actionable legal, tax, and financial topics. I'm Brayden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator, but you can just call me Brayden, your gay best friend, here to help you unfuck that biz. If you're ready to dive in, grab a notebook, maybe some coffee, and buckle in to learn how you can implement solid strategies to build a profitable business. Welcome back to the podcast. As always, this is your host, Brayden. And today we are going to talk about how you could possibly save thousands in taxes. And we will discuss how you will do that through an S corporation. So this is something I've talked about a lot on the podcast before. Um, I don't know that I've ever talked about it in this much detail. So this is going to be kind of a two-part series. Today, I'll discuss how S corps really work and how they can save you money. We're going to run through some examples. And then we'll continue that next week. This is gearing up towards a little program that we're launching um, in the past. I've gone through a few different iterations. We had a program called like Soulprop to LLC to uh, and then LLC to S Corp. That was kind of confusing. Um, we also, my very first course I ever launched was called Legally Launched. I think it was called a step-by-step blueprint to form your LLC or, or something like that. Um, that was back in 2019. And then last year I recycled that name and we had a mini like $10 program that really just helped you determine what business licenses you needed when you started your business and also kind of the the legal basics. I decided um, that I wanted to go back to having a full course that goes through LLC and escort formation really as an alternative to using things like uh, LegalZoom and Inkfile because personally, I don't think they do a great job of helping people. Um, I've talked about that on some past episodes as well. Um, But also I know that our full one-on-one service, Unfuck Your Biz, is a little bit overkill for some people if they really only want help doing their LLC or S-Corp. So we're bringing that back. Um, Technically, you can go on our website right now and and buy it because it's not... um, we don't have like a te- time deadline for it, but I'm going to be doing like a quote unquote mini launch for it in a couple of weeks, in which case we're all going to start as like a cohort and work through it together. So that's coming up. I also want to let you know that we have a new little $10 offer. I'm just calling it the S Corp Savings Calculator. It's a Google Sheet along with a tutorial video where you can just punch in some numbers using our directions and it will help you do a rough estimation of how much you could save by having an S Corporation, letting you then know if it would be a good fit for you. So to get that, you can go to notavglaw.com forward slash S Corp calculator. Um, We'll also link that in the show notes as well. So that's what we have on the horizon. Check out the calculator. I think you're going to love it if you've been on the fence about having an S4. So now I want to run through some some basic concepts as we get started here. And the first is really understanding what an S Corp is and what it is not. It is not technically a business entity. It's just a tax status. And what we mean by that is that you must first form an LLC. So you have to have an LLC or a corporation. And then you file a tax election to the IRS that says that you want to take advantage of subchapter S of the tax code. And that is when we say that you have an S corp. So I always make the corny joke um, that if you have an LLC taxes and S corp, I wish we would just call those S LLCs. 
but I don't really have time for that marketing campaign. Um, that makes a lot more sense to me. We'd have like, if you're an S LLC, you're an LLC taxed as an S corp, or you, if you're an S corp, you're a corporation taxed as an S corp, right? But we don't do that. We just call them all S corps, which is what makes people confused. Because I ask uh, clients all the time, what's your underlying entity, right? Like I know that you have S corp status, but do you have an LLC or do you have a corporation? And a lot of the times they don't even know, um, which is troublesome because those two entities have different legal requirements. So an S corp is not actually a legal entity. We form our LLC or our corporation first for liability protection. So even if the S corp is not right for you at this moment in time, it still probably would be wise for you to form an LLC for legal reasons. And then in the future, when an S corp could make sense based on everything else we're going to talk about in today's episode, you can make that election and get started with your S corporation. So the other, um, some other key concepts are understanding the different types of taxes. So we have, we have, first of all, you can divide most taxes for business purposes, like into, into like two halves. So we have income type, I'm going to call these income type taxes. And then we have sales type taxes, right? So if you sell goods in most states, you have to collect and remit sales tax on that. We're not really talking about that today. That's a whole different kind of, it's a whole, whole different area of laws. And then we have our income taxes, which are based on how much income you make. So not necessarily based on what you're selling, but just how much revenue and profit you're bringing into your business. And within that, we have a couple of subtypes. So we have the primary one, which we'll just call the income tax. That's the tax that's based off of those tax brackets you're probably familiar with. So you see the tax brackets, you have the percentage of tax based on your revenue range. Those are your income taxes. And self-employed folks, people with businesses versus people who are employees, we all pay the same... Um, income tax based on those brackets. So that's really the same for everyone. And we pay that on um, really any kind of um, earned income that we make, or it's actually, no, I retract that. We make it on, we pay that on all income. This is confusing. So just ignore, ignore that part. We pay income tax on all of our income. What is income is a very loaded term that I won't get into now. It's something that we cover like in tax school way back when, but we pay income tax on all of our income. We pay self-employment tax on any earned income through self-employment. So what the hell does that mean? Well, think about this in the employment context. If you've ever gotten a pay stub, like when I worked retail, when I worked in a restaurant, I would get my paycheck, right? It's like perforated. You take your check off. You can look at all the taxes withheld. You'd see income tax. You would see Medicare, Social Security. Collectively, that's called FICA. Those two taxes make up a 15.3% tax, the Medicare and Social Security. When we are employed, our employer pays half, 7.65%. That's essentially like an employment benefit. It's an extra cost of doing business to the employer. And then we pay the other half. It gets subtracted from our check. The trick is when we're self-employed, we don't have an employer to withhold the one half, to pay the one half on our behalf. So we are responsible for the full 15.3% on all of our net business income or our profit that's above and beyond our income tax so we're essentially paying two taxes like double taxes we pay income tax we pay self-employment tax and the trick with an s corp is that it helps save you some of that self-employment tax so we're going to talk through that with some examples when you have an s corporation you have to pay yourself a salary, which is different than just a regular distribution. I find this is one of the most confusing things when we start our business. I remember 
when um, I was fresh out of law school and we were all starting our businesses, uh, me and like five other attorneys, none of us knew how we were supposed to pay ourselves, like legitimately. I remember someone asking me like, when I need money, can I just transfer money like out of my law firm, like bank account to my personal bank account? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I think so. Like, I think that's how you're supposed to do it. And, you know, we did some, we did all the research and I was actually in my tax program at this time. So eventually I learned, you know, how we technically do all of this. But when you just have a sole proprietorship or an LLC, you take all of your money, hopefully into a business bank account. And then um, ideally, ideally what you want to do is pay yourself um, just via a bank transfer on some kind of regular recurring basis. So X amount of dollars every 15th. Most people are not doing that though. They're just transferring money whenever they want. And that's technically, legally, not necessarily a problem. Um, so we just call those distributions, right? So you're paying money to yourself. It's a distribution, not all that complicated. Um, the difference is when you have a salary or salary is different, a salary exclusively runs through payroll. So running payroll means that you're going to have a typically a payroll company. They're going to withdraw money out of your business bank account. They're going to withhold money for taxes. They're going to send that money to the IRS and to your state tax authority. And then they're going to deposit the remaining balance into your personal bank account. So when we run distributions, we're not doing all that tax stuff in the middle. So like, sure, you may have your own savings process where you set money aside for taxes, but typically at most, you're going to go pay those taxes on a quarterly basis. Whereas when we run payroll, you know, it's all happening on the back end. Um, so that is really important. You actually can't, you're not supposed to be on payroll if you do not have an S corporation. Um, that's a fun fact that a lot of people don't know. You set up payroll once you have an S corp and then you take a salary. And then when you need additional money or you want to pay yourself additional money, you also take distributions. You can do both in an S-Corp. When you don't have an S-Corp, you're only really doing distributions. Okay. Um, how are non-S-Corps taxed? I think this is a good kind of fundamental thing to understand. If you're a sole prop or a single member LLC, you don't have an S-Corp, you have revenue. Let's say your revenue is $100,000. You have expenses, $50,000. Your profit, your net business income is $50,000, right? Half. When you don't have an S-Corporation, all $50,000 of that is subject to income tax and self-employment tax. Pretty simple. All of it passes through to you, the business owner, all of it's subject to tax. When you have an S-Corporation, we actually break it down and only, this is the key, only your salary is subject to both taxes and at any extra profit you have in the business, you're still going to pay tax on all the profit, but only income tax, not self-employment tax. So I have four different examples I want to run through. So you can kind of put yourself in the shoes of one of these businesses and see which one is most similar to you for an example of how much you could save. And then of course you can go get into that savings calculator afterwards. So example number one, we have a wedding planner. Wedding planner makes revenue of $80,000. Wedding planner has expenses of $25,000, which leaves us with a profit of $55,000. We do some research and determine that the wedding planner should pay themselves $40,000 in salary. And that leaves us with net income after that salary of $15,000. So the way we calculate the tax saved is, again, we're paying both taxes on the salary, but we're only paying income tax on the net income after salary. 
So in this case, we're saving 15.3% self-employment tax on net income after salary of $15,000. So I multiply $15,000 times 0.153 or 15.3%, which nets us a savings of $2,295,000. So that's our rough estimate of how much this wedding planner could save in taxes with an S corporation. Now, the reality for this example and for each of these examples is the savings is probably going to be a couple thousand dollars less, like probably $1,000 less, for example, one, a couple thousand dollars less for the other folks, because there are some other tax caveats that I'm leaving out of this math example. This is why I always tell people like buyer beware when you get the ads for certain companies that are promising you like a massive tax savings from S corps. They also, they oftentimes aren't giving you the caveats. And they're also not including costs and expenses as well, which is important. Example two, we have a web designer who brings in revenue of $250,000, has expenses of $100,000 with profit of $150,000. So on that $150,000, they pay themselves a salary of $75,000, which is half. And then they have net income after salary of $75,000. We multiply that by 0.153 and we get tax saved of 11475 wait, $11,475. Sometimes I have a hard time saying big numbers. So that is a pretty good chunk of change. Let's just say 11,500. 11, we'll round up, easy peasy. So that is pretty big for our example number two. Example three. So example three and four are going to be um, mostly the same example, but with a difference in the amount of salary paid. So with examples three and four, we have a course creator who makes revenue of $120,000 and has expenses of $30,000 with profit of $90,000. So pretty straightforward. And example one, of that $90,000, they pay themselves a salary of $60,000, which leaves net income after salary of $30,000. And when we do the math, that's tax saved of $4,950. In our alternative example with this course creator, they still have that $90,000 in profit, but they decide to pay themselves a salary of $40,000, so $20,000 less, $40,000 instead of $60,000. They pay themselves a salary of $40,000 on the ninety, dollars and that leaves net income after salary of $50,000. In other words, there's 20 additional $1,000 that they're not paying self-employment tax on. So now their savings is estimated at $7,650 as opposed to that roughly $5,000 if we round it up. So that's big. They pay themselves $20,000 less in salary and they saved about $2,500 more in taxes. So as you can see from this example, it all comes down to what you pay yourself through salary. The lower your salary is, the more you save in taxes. And that makes sense, right? Because on your salary, you're paying double the tax. And on your distributions, you're only paying the one tax, or I should say on the profit, you're only paying the one tax. Um, don't want to confuse you all as kind of a little bit of a separate topic, but people get tripped up on this all the time. It doesn't really matter how much you distribute to yourself. That's why I caught myself on that stumble there. You in an S Corp, in a sole prop, in an LLC, you pay taxes on the profit your business makes, not on how much you distribute to yourself. So in other words, if you leave $50,000 in your bank account at the end of the year, you still pay taxes on that because that was your business profit. So it doesn't really make sense to leave it sitting there unless you want to have a big business savings. You, you should distribute it to yourself so that you can put it to work um, for your own personal finances. 
So the salary is a big differentiator here, and we are actually going to talk more about that on next week's episode. So next week's episode is going to be all about reasonable salary. We're going to dive into it. We also, before we wrap up today's episode, I want to go through some additional ways you can save money in an S-corporation. The savings can also increase even more with some fun deductions. So specifically, the big one is if you run your health insurance through your business. So let's illustrate with example four. This course creator had a salary of $40,000 and other net income after salary of $50,000. They paid distributions out of that $50,000, which is all subject, um, which is subject to income tax, right? So the salary subject to both taxes, um, the net income subject to income tax. The money hits their personal bank account um, after it was taxed and she pays the health insurance. Instead, now um, this business owner forms an S-corp, lowers the regular salary to $35,000 and pays um, $5,000 in health insurance through the payroll. So rather, so so think about it, rather than like having your salary and paying distributions and then paying your health insurance out of whatever money ends up in your personal bank account, paying it personally, you're going to take it out of your payroll, out of your salary, which effectively allows you to reduce your salary by $5,000. It's just taking money and shifting it from one place to another place in order for you to save additional self-employment taxes. That one was kind of hard to explain. I think I stumbled on it a little bit, but I do have a blog post on this on our website. We'll link that in the show notes all about um, small business health insurance, how you should pay it, how it saves you taxes. And we have a section in there on S-Corps as well. In an S-Corp, you can also have accountable plans, which is a way that you can save money on anything that I call a hybrid expense. So home office deduction, that's a personal expense really because we're paying rent or we're paying a mortgage. And those are expenses we would have regardless of whether you have a business. Now, like sure, maybe you bought the house because it did have a spare bedroom for your business, but it's not like a pure business expense. You shouldn't be paying your rent or your mortgage through your business. You should be paying them personally. But um, when you have, when you don't have an S-Corp, you can still take a home office deduction. Not going to go through how that's calculated in today's episode. But when you have an S-Corporation, you're supposed to set up an accountable plan which is essentially just an internal policy on how you will reimburse yourself for these expenses. Um, so think about it if you work for any other like corporation and they had a process for getting reimbursement for out-of-pocket flights that were business-related. Maybe you need to um, go on some like meals or conferences. You have to pay those out-of-pocket, get reimbursed. Same thing here, um, but you're doing it on your own. And this can actually, I think, make things a little bit easier for you and help you save a little bit more. Because when you don't have an S-Corp, you can't take a home office deduction very well when you pay a mortgage when you own your home, um, as opposed to when you rent. But when you have an accountable plan, you can, to my knowledge. I hope I'm not misspeaking anything there, but it should work out okay. Um, the way I structure mine is um, I essentially, my business pays... Uh, myself, $1,000 a month for rent because I have a whole dedicated like home office outside of the home um, in a like converted garage, which we otherwise, honestly, in San Diego, like we probably could be renting it for probably like 1500 bucks a month to someone. So 
pretty reasonable there if we tracked it all. Um, one last note here for escort benefits, which I found this to be very odd when I first found it on the IRS website and heard about this, but uh, S-Corps are actually audited less frequently than sole props and LLCs. And that surprised me because a lot of people will form, form S-Corps, pay themselves a very, very low salary um, and save way more in taxes than they're supposed to. You would think that would be a huge audit risk. It probably is not encouraging anyone to cheat the system. But what I was surprised by was the S-Corps get pulled less often than those other entities for audits. So that's like a fun little perk as well. That's all I have for today's episode. If you want to learn more about S-Corps, um, I do write about them a lot in my book. I'm actually going to be reading a section from the book on next week's episode. Um, but we're also going to have everything that you need to know in Legally Launched, including how to actually form them. So stay tuned for that. And make sure that you grab that S-Corp savings calculator if you are interested. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And I'll be back in your earbuds car speaker, wherever you listen to this podcast next Thursday for a new episode. Have a good one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.